What is going on, guys? This is Brendan Burns, and welcome to The Brendan Burns Show. Join me as I interview, dissect, and share the stories of high performers who have created the life that they deserve on their terms. I sit down with speakers, professional athletes, and successful entrepreneurs from all over the world who have chosen to live a life of fulfillment and joy over status and money. In each episode, I share actionable strategies that you can implement in your life, plus inspiration along the way. So come join me for this episode of The Brendan Burns Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of The Brendan Burns Show. How to make 100K a month doing online coaching and how to travel full time. And we can even talk about some passive income around how to pacify the income around that 100K. But joining me is Cody from my team over here at Burns International. What's going on, Cody? Not much, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, dude. I'm excited to do this one. We're going to do a little Q&A. We got some questions set up from uh, some of our clients, some of our followers, some of the audience around kind of how to build this type of business out. And um yeah, why don't we just jump in and you can get started with uh, do a little Q and A. Hundred percent. So I guess started off, man. Like, who's this episode going to be geared towards? Yeah, I feel like it's definitely for anyone who's looking to either build a coaching business or scale an existing one. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the principles we're going to be talking about today, it's not really just for a coach. It's not just for a life coach, a business coach, an executive coach. Um, and it's not even just for a consultant for that matter. It's really anyone providing any type of service or product-based business. So any either entrepreneur or entrepreneur, someone who wants yeah, to do yeah. entrepreneurship. <laughs> and it, a lot of it's kind of based off of when I read the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss and how he book. built his own kind of product-based 40 K a month company. It was acquired by private equity. And how he used that business as a way to create a very powerful lifestyle around, you know, traveling and passive income and and all this stuff. So um, really specifically, anyone who either is thinking about building an online coaching business or has one and wants to grow it up to that 100K a month point, or really just kind of anyone interested in the space or interested in online business, getting out of a day job, getting out of a cubicle. Like that was my life before I started coaching business. I was in New York City, an analyst at a hedge fund. Um, you know, the money wasn't bad. The culture was kind of fun, but at the end of the day, 12 plus hours a day in a cube, working for someone else, not doing the stuff I really loved, no sort of clear path towards scaling, delegating, and just kind of being a business owner. Um, so yeah. Yeah, man. Well, kind of like what you said it yourself, like what are the, some of the lifestyle benefits of even scaling up to hundred K a month? Like why would people even want to do that? Besides of course, more money. Well, yeah, I mean, just kind of some of the benefits of even stepping into the arena to begin with, like starting your own business, even getting to 10K a month, 5K, 10K a month, or whatever kind of covers your expenses. The benefits are massive, especially if you can set it up online the way we have. Like I was talking to a client, a new client yesterday. He was he's based in Arizona, but he uh, was in Boise, Idaho at the time. And we're able to just kind of do business, get people signed up, coach people anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world, pretty much. So one of, of the main benefits to me, I mean, wh- like, what what do you think the benefits are for you? Like, where are you based? Where do you live? Like, what what is it like to be able to be fully remote for you? Dude, I, I used to work construction, right? So when I stepped into this online world, it was definitely a little scary. I wasn't sure. 
but the my my family has benefited benefited from it me personally um i feel like i can do more i do more around the house i help my wife i do more with my life I, I i'm more happy the freedom's there you know you feel great about yourself you wake up take a shower you go downstairs and work it's just it's definitely something people should strive towards if they if they want it for sure yeah i mean i remember so i grew up on long island like an hour outside of new york city and then i lived in manhattan for 10 years working yeah. in finance a lot of people who work in the city have a commute you know they mm-hmm. they come from long island or they come from westchester or they come from new jersey some of these people have an hour and a half, hour and 45, almost two hour commute each way. So they're spending four hours a day. And obviously a lot has kind of shifted to remote or at least part-time remote post COVID. But some people are spending four of the, you know, 16 hours a day, they're awake, a quarter of their day is a quarter of their life on the commute. So for me, like living in New York city, Manhattan, and then Brooklyn at the end, and then moving to California during COVID, the flexibility. I remember when I moved out here, I would talk to people and say, oh, like, what brought you out here? A new job? Uh, it's like, you don't need to find a new job. You don't need to like reestablish your whole life and check, like figure out all this stuff to be able to move. So some of the benefits just kind of to be able to be an online coach are, you know, the freedom, the time freedom, the flexibility, the remote freedom, travel. You know, I could go, I could even go to Rio de Janeiro or many in Colombia and those either like one, two, three, four hour time differences from Southern California, run my whole business, do all the coaching sessions, but then go down and go on the beach or go into a valley in Medellin, go for a 20 mile bike ride. Like, so there's so much flexibility and freedom in that. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> in terms of the benefits of once you scale it up to hundred K a month, I mean, there was a, there was a, something I saw by uh, Alex Hormozzi, um, who's also kind of like a business coach and in, in, in the space sales coach. And yep. he said, let's break it down. Like, look at the average billionaire and kind of what their lifestyle looks like. You know, let's say they either have a mortgage or rent a place for, maybe that wasn't a billionaire, but maybe someone just sort of like ultra high net worth, worth like $50, $100 million. Like, how do they live, right? They probably drive some kind of supercar or Rolls Royce, right? They probably have some kind of like five or 10K month rental. They probably charter or have their own plane or charter private jet. And he broke down all the expenses of like, you know, what would a Rolls Royce Phantom cost to lease? Like 2,500 a month. What would a penthouse in Miami cost? Like 7,500 a month. And he kind of broke it all down. And it, it basically translated into like $600,000 a year would sort of cover the expenses of living like a pretty cushy, like ultra high lifestyle. Now, obviously, yeah. And like, you can't buy like, a hundred million dollar house or a $7 million plane or all these things off of $600,000 salary, you know, in the first year, obviously. But he basically showed that you can live pretty ridiculously luxuriously off of, you know, 50 K a month. Right. So if you do that, then off a hundred K a month, there's tremendous financial freedom and financial flexibility. And obviously to me, scaling, even starting this business was not about the money and then scaling it up. It's still not about the money because there's so much more like leadership development, training, reach, instead of coaching clients. Now I coach my coaches who coach clients so we can you know have a bigger impact. So it's much more about kind of my personal development, my service, my growth and all that than the money. But I'll yeah. tell you, you know, you get someone like our shower head broke over here and like, I wanted to get this new like waterfall shower installed. And so like buying that plus the parts and labor and getting someone in San Diego to come install it. It was like thousands of dollars. Yeah. It's just nice to be like, yeah, no worries. Here's the credit card. Mm-hmm. Or today, me and my girlfriend, 
want to go to uh, get a, get a couple's massage in Del Mar at the Fairmont, and it's like two hundred fifty bucks per out for per massage. And it's like all right, so. Yeah. And then there's this restaurant Addison. It's a, like a Michelin star restaurant in San Diego that we want to go to. So we're on like the wait list for that today. And so anyway, like today might cost $1,500. Right? And like, it's not just about always doing fancy things. Cause last weekend we drove down over the border to Tijuana and eat $2 tacos. And so it's not always like, I'm not just trying to always get the fancy expensive thing. It's not my style, but sometimes it is. And it's nice to just be able to like, yep, here's the card. It's nice to choose when you want it and when you don't want to do it. Exactly. And to be able to yeah. just kind of drop the money on it and not have any <clears throat> sort of concern. Like, you know, Tony Robbins talks about it, like complete financial freedom, financial abundance, um, both for yourself. So you never have to worry about money again the rest of your life. And yep. so you can be philanthropic and charitable, et cetera. So those I'd say mm-hmm. some of the benefits and perks of, you know, obviously hitting hundred K a month. Yeah, I know. Definitely. Thanks for sharing that. But when you mentioned hundred K a month, you know, some people may seem like it's a big number. You have to do so many different coaching offers or, or products or something like that. Like from someone who does hundred plus K a month, like how many products or coaching offers do you have to do to hit that? Yeah. I mean, that was one of the biggest mistakes that I used to make coaching earlier on was I was either selling too many different types of things, or I was kind of like changing my pricing. Like, you know, a lot of coaches, when you talk to them or we, we jump on, you know, you and I are both kind of jumping on sales calls with coaches and seeing kind of the struggles yeah. of facing i'll hear this a lot oh i'll be like oh cool like what are you pricing your coaching at like, oh it's sliding scale or oh it depends or oh you know i have a friend that pays me you know 100 session but he's grandfathered in and i have this person so it's so common to see such a breakdown on that it's like what if yeah. you walked into mcdonald's and you're like i'll have chicken nuggets and you're like oh okay are we friends because it's only 50 cents or you know <laughs> yeah. are you really rich because then i'll charge you ten dollars <laughs> yeah. so streamlining that makes sense. McDonald's actually not a great example because they do have a whole menu because they're a restaurant, but for coaches specifically, the the simplicity and the beauty of having that kind of one high ticket offer is very powerful for a multitude yeah. of reasons. One of them is people don't realize, but you're going to attract and you're going to want to also proactively market to whatever your offer is. And so yeah. we have an offer. And so Let's say, just take an example of, you know, a coach who has a 10K offer for say six months of coaching, whatever. That person signs up 10 people a month, it's 100K a month. It's just based simple math. Or let's say like we have clients who sell, do executive coaching, they price it at 2000 a month and they sign people up for a whole year. So it's 24,000 right there. So you do, you know, one one client a month, you have a 24K a month business. Mm -hmm. Which is significant. The average coach makes, I think, less than $2,000 a month. So Having that kind of one streamlined offer, let's say you are that executive coach. We we help a lot of people build executive coaching businesses. You now know who to market to and who not to market to. And then when you meet someone, it might be a little uncomfortable to say, look, this is what it costs. And, but, but what you're doing is when you get a lot of no's, you're just kind of pushing those people away and you have to think, okay, well, not going to really market on Facebook. I'm not really going to market on TikTok. I'm going to go to, you know, they can use our LinkedIn strategy or they can do warm relationship, personal networks type stuff to find those people. Um, and you know, the other thing I'll say that I think is also helpful part of why I didn't just have one offer is cause I did not like rejection. I've had to work through a lot of personal rejection issues and yeah. emotions as I've scaled this business. And I used to take, I would, I would do anything to get a yes at any price pretty much than a no. Like now we get so many more no's. Like we often disqualify people. Like let's just DQ that person, DQ that. Oh, they're not good fit. They're not, they don't have the budget, whatever. And so I get a lot more no's, but I also make a lot more money and wind up helping a lot more people in the end long term. So 
that makes sense. Yeah. What about to the people that have their their main offer but want to create some ultra high ticket offer for the you know so for the some of the one off people that have the bandwidth or the the money to invest into that? Yeah. So there's two different things you can do there. One is you know there's the model that I like, which is you can have kind of a consolidated one front end offer, you know, somewhere between five and ten thousand dollars, and you bring everyone through there, and then if someone like really does well or crushes it or you guys have a good relationship and, and you can instead of like doing continuation you can just upgrade them into a bigger higher mm-hmm. ticket offer that's yeah. like more of a mastermind or adds more value so mm-hmm. you can have a coach that has like a 10k offer on the front end and then they take people through it and then they do a re- and that could be for like say four or five months yeah. and then they could kind of upgrade someone into like a one year twenty thirty thousand dollar upsell um and that's one way to do it there's two other ways actually one is you can just kind of, if someone is like ready to go, you have tremendous trust relationship, they have a budget, you know, they're going to crush it. You can just sell them right into that bigger package. Okay. You know, it's kind of like sell someone right into the back end Cause you know, there's, they're ready to go and they could commit and they're going to do really well on that. Mm-hmm. And they, they would get value out of that extra support. The other option kind of contradicts a little bit what I was saying earlier, like only have one offer. Cause we, we have only one offer. Right. But that's kind of this like sort of hybrid, group program that comes with one-on-one comes with group. Yeah. I also, I'm, I'm kind of getting away from this just from a lifestyle perspective to just kind of have less hours and travel more and have more fun. But I also have had kind of a second offer that's much higher ticket, right? So if like coaching with us is obviously scalable, affordable, it's kind of hybrid with group. So it, it makes sense for a, a wide demographic. Then you have, Kind of like I've had like a one-on-one offer that would be you know five to seven to ten thousand dollars per month. Obviously, prices out a lot of people, but that would just be like straight up one-on-one, only like direct access to me, and that would be for like CEO of like a multi-million-dollar company type thing. So, like yeah. if you look at Tony Robbins, he has Mastery University, which is like a ten thousand dollar program with a bunch of stuff, and you're not going to get any one-on-one from him, but you're going to get a lot of one-on-one or support from people on his team, and you'll get to watch him in kind of like a group setting. But then if you want to work with Tony one-on-one, I mean, he charges a million dollars a year, I think. (laughs) And and he takes equity in your business as well. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of like the other way to really go, you know, if you want to have that second offer, that was, that's kind of the only time I feel like it would make sense to do that would be a a unique kind of bespoke ultra high ticket situation. Would you suggest like really building your brown brand around that first offer? And then as soon as you build up a community, and a bunch of, you know, testimonials, you're confident that's when you can create that. Okay. I can help more people on a higher level kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, you can use kind of the scalable offer that appeals to more people. Okay. And when you do that, you're going to start driving revenue. You're going to start having profit. You can start reinvesting that into advertising. And then one of the sort of the secondary benefits of advertising that people don't talk about as much is just having your name and your brand everywhere. Like, yeah. When I first got started, before I even did coaching, I sold an online course called Mastering Instagram. And it was like $349. And I would do a live webinar once a week. And I just blasted Facebook ads. Because if I could make, um, like I was making like 50K a month at one point selling this course. And then I spent 5K a month on ads, 10K a month. I was, so I was at one point spending like $20,000 a month on ads, which at the time I was like, this is insane. My rent is $1,800 a month. <laughs> but when you spend that 20K a month on ads and you have a profitability off of it. The other huge bonus is you're getting shown everywhere. 
you know, in your yeah. space, your, your um, Facebook ads, you, like wherever the placements are for the media buying you're doing, you get that huge benefit of brand building. So when you talk, look at how Tony Robbins did it, he did the infomercials. And so mm-hmm. obviously I don't know what the return on investment was there, but even if that was just break even and him selling those courses wasn't even profitable, what's the value in being in everyone's television set around the country or yeah. even the world for all the time? People know who you are. They see you, you become a household name. And then once you kind of have that personal brand, then you can start to command these mega rates for, you know, you can get book deals, your social media accounts are going to blow up. You can get huge keynote speaking fees. You can um, get that sort of those one-on-one bespoke. You kind of brand yourself as that expert in the space. And then people are like, oh, you know, Bill Clinton is having a meltdown. Get me Tony Robbins. People start coming to him. Whatever, yeah, whatever it costs. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's one of the benefits of you know, kind of building your brand and building your marketing is people start coming to you. They're like, okay, who is the expert in the space? Who's the best person in the space to help me out? Oh yeah, I keep seeing, I, I see this guy, I keep hearing about him, right? Or, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> that makes sense. Now, what about, I guess, to the business owners that are kind of at that 10, 20K a month mark and they're they're trying to get to that 50K a month? Like what were some of the biggest, I guess, changes you had to make to, to go from 10 to 20 to 50K a month? Yeah, there is a, a bunch of different things. So I would say you just kind of break it down into a couple things. One is sort of the scalable offer. Yeah. Um, that's huge because if you have that kind of one scalable offer, it's a lot easier. And, and we'll talk about why. The second thing is making sure the team is dialed in and kind of the structure of the organization. Um, I'll talk about that. Uh, and then I would say the last part would be marketing. And I'll talk about that too. So, um, and say the question again. I want to make sure I really get it. Yeah, no, I mean, there's going to be a lot of business owners out there already that are, you know, at that 10, 20 K a month mark. And as you know, I'm sure you might've hit a ceiling or something like, what did you have to do to kind of break through that ceiling from 10 to 20 K to get to that 50 K a month mark consecutively? Yeah. hundred percent. So it's funny. I actually remember doing this. It was 2020, which shows you how quickly you can grow things. Yeah. And I knew I needed to make some kind of changes in my business to get to that 50 K a month plus mark, because what I was doing just from a marketing perspective was everything was kind of referrals. Everything was word of mouth. Everything was sort of like related to things that were not in my control. So if I can't turn a dial from a marketing perspective, I can't scale. And so only there's only so many hours a day I can go to networking events. There's only so many referrals that I can sit around and wait for. And there were only so many referrals I could go kind of proactively ask for, because at the end of the day, you you don't want to have like referral burn where every session with your client, you're asking for referrals. Can (laughs) you just coach me and stop trying to like sell me or get something from me? So I had to change marketing and make it more scalable. And so we did that through, you know, our LinkedIn strategy that obviously, you know, we're booking 30 plus calls a week with no ad spend. Um, I did it through, uh, now we have the ads going, we got the Google ads, which are crushing it. So, and, and then, and the cool thing is like, whether it's with what we do on LinkedIn or Google, there's a dial, you can mm-hmm. say, I want more calls and you can just spend more in ads or you can ramp the outreach we do on LinkedIn and then we're just going to book more calls. So yeah. you have to have that from the offer perspective. Like I said earlier, you know, I had different offers, you know, this much for three months, this much for six months, one-off sessions. I wasn't really doing one-offs, but I was even like entertaining those questions from people when I should have just been like, no, this is the program. So we mm-hmm. didn't really have the program and the program was just all one-on-one coaching. So yeah. it was either me. And then I had another guy on my team helping out with coaching, but wasn't scalable. So I needed something 
scalable to kind of get to that next level. Um, yeah. So I, so I created the group program that we have now. Yeah, that helps. And then the last thing was I really had to look at the team. Like the way I had it set up was I was kind of CEO slash kind of doing everything. I had a, another coach who was kind of like a 1099 part-time guy. And then I had um, like a couple like social media VAs that weren't really yeah. focused on scaling the business. So it was helpful to build my brand. But what I had to do was I, I had to um, kind of part ways with that coach who was kind of like just a straight up one-on-one coach, super part-time. I needed like a full-time coach who could step in and really help me fulfill in this new model that we have, which is kind of yeah. a hybrid of one-on-one and group. So I had to get a new coach. Um, and then I had to switch from kind of VAs and social media brand builders into appointment setters. And so the yeah. first thing I actually did was I created a scalable offer. I ramped lead gen initially through LinkedIn and I put in an appointment setter, Shannon, who's still with us to take all of our kind of introductory calls. And then mm-hmm. people who are ready to sign up for coaching, she just passed along my way. And yeah. it, from an abundance standpoint, it was crazy. Cause I used to really struggle to get clients. I used to really struggle with lead gen. I used to live in fear of like, I would have like eight clients paying me like a thousand, two thousand months. So it was like I think I'm making like 10, 15 K a month ish, depending. But then it, you only, it was like small numbers. So I'd have like eight or nine clients and then, you know, one would cancel another would cancel, like two or three would cancel in a week and I would panic. And I know yeah. I'm like, I can't get clients. And then once I sort of dialed in this strategy, Shannon would be like, all right, you got, you, he wants to meet you on Monday and he wants to meet you Tuesday. And there was just so many people and so much abundance and so many conversations that, it, it felt really good and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was like very energizing. There was a lot of action happening, but those yeah. were kind of the main pieces that I had to rejigger to get it set up. So we had something that was actually scalable. Um, and then what would happen is, you know, we also pivoted in how we signed people up from a billing perspective from kind of going month to month with everyone to just kind of collecting cash up front. And yeah. so by doing that, you know, I was having sort of that like 15 ish K a month, whatever, and recurring from our existing one-on-ones but then we'd sign up these new people into the group program and some of them, you know, whether it was like 5k or 10k, whatever we were charging, but they would pay in full. And so like mm-hmm. my income went from like 17 a month to like 37. Cause we'd sign up two new people in the month and, and get both pay in fulls on that. Yeah. And so our income just started to like really go up. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So overall, it seems like just really putting better systems in place and then making sure delegating, you know, stop wearing all the hats in your business and start being the CEO business owner. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, like you see it a lot of time people have, they'll, they'll be like, okay, it's $200 to come in and give a talk. It's $75 for this PDF. It's, you know, a thousand for a month of coaching It's 6,000. And it's just, and so what you do is you're just kind of programming your brain to like attract people who can fit into any one of those buckets. But if you just like throw everything out and you're like, this is it, it's 7,500 for four months coaching with me. And then you just, your brain will optimize to, like our brains are optimized to solve problems. So if the problem is I need people for these five different situations and programs and offers, your brain will go pull in low ticket, uncommitted people, people yeah. who want to test you out, people who aren't really committed to the process. But if you say, all right, brain, I have a $7,800 program in six months, this is it. And this is the type of person I need, it'll be like, okay, let's only find that person. Yeah. And you only start only finding those people and you get three a month, boom, 20K a month right there. Yep. That makes and a lot of sense. And man. you can scale the lead gen and then obviously... Just build it up from there. The well, I guess that's my next question is like, that's what you do to get to 50 K a month. Now what's that next level, you know, going from 50 to hundred K people may think that this, you know, maybe doing some of the same things, but you and I know it's, I feel like there's a lot more to it. Right. So I guess what were some of the biggest challenges or biggest things you had to go to make from 50 to hundred K a month? 
Yeah, so I would say um, a couple things here. Fulfillment, leadership, and sales uh, were were really important. So from a fulfillment perspective, I wanted to make sure that my coaching was world-class and people were getting amazing results and having fun and having a great experience with me. That's for two reasons. One, if you're now starting to sell more, make more money, get more clients, I feel like it's an integrity thing. You owe it to the people you're working with who you know, that you're really making sure the product is good. You don't want to scale faster than you're able to make sure the quality of what you're delivering stays as strong as it did when I was doing one-on-one coaching. And that's why I'm kind of intentionally sort of staying in this hundred, 150 K month range right now, because I'm really making sure our coaches get trained up. Well, everyone on the team is good. The fulfillment's really strong because I want to make sure I don't just want to be cranking out more deals, taking more credit cards, making more money. I want to make sure everyone's having a really good experience. Yeah. So, you want that to be in place as you scale. The other yeah. thing that's super powerful is it's actually really easy to make more money once you're making more money. And what I mean by that is, let's say you now have, you're signing up two clients a week at 10K, so it's kind of like an 80K a month business. But the reality is every amount of month, like let's say you have a five month offer, every five months, you now have a lot more people that are up for renewal. And assuming you got the fulfillment dialed in, they're getting results, they're having a good experience, easier to renew them than to go kind of create a new client. So I was really invested in how do we make sure that we have a really strong renewal process in place? Mm, Cause then yeah. we can just sort of maintain at this high level without having to go find more people and do more marketing, do more sales. And so we've had months where like eight out of nine or nine out of nine, like our retention rate is ridiculous. Like we've had such strong retention because you know, a lot of these programs are kind of group only or group with a little one-on-one support. We provide a ton of one-on-one support in addition to the group work. And so that creates better results, better relationship Mm -hmm. and a ton of stickiness. Like I want to work with people for multiple years, not just take them through the program one time to close a deal and make the money. So we're really invested in the fulfillment. And like, when you do that, that helps you get from 50 to a hundred. Also, as you invest in fulfillment, you're going to get more referrals and renewals, Mm -hmm. referrals too. hundred percent. Leadership's really important too. So when you go from 50 to once you're like kind of at hundred K a month, you're probably going to want to have at least one person helping you out, maybe two, right? Like one coach, yeah. one sales rep. And so making sure you can lead them and manage them well is a skill in and of itself that I've had to develop. Like I've had massive control issues uh, where I'm like, don't want to let go, micromanage, hold on too tight and breathe down my team's neck, only see the negatives in them. So I've had to really work a lot of that out to make sure that, cause you can do 50. I mean, a lot of people say you can do hundred K a month on your own and yeah, you could, if you just like, if you run, if you have to do it through an ad funnel and you just spend on ads and people book direct on your calendar and then you just go sign them up and you fulfill the coaching, like you can do it. You can do hundred K a month on your own. It's going to be very stressful. It's going to be a lot of work. You're going to be doing like three or four sales calls a day and three or four coaching sessions a day. And it's going to get to burnout fast. Yeah. I think you could sort of sustainably with a very efficient system do 40 to 50 K a month on your own. But I'm, a, I really think that if you want to like be doing hundred K a month consistently and not be burnt out, you got to mm-hmm. have one or two people on the team. Yeah. And so, and you can still keep your margins pretty high and then have a very profitable business where you don't have to work that much, which is, really powerful. You just kind of coach your team as opposed to coaching all the clients, right? Yeah. Coach your sales rep on sales, coach your coach on coaching, and then let them kind of fulfill a lot of it for you. Mm -hmm. But I would say to learn how to manage people, to learn how to hire the right people, train them, ramp them, retain them, create that culture. 
that was a big thing I really had to learn and I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the last part is really sales. You know, once you start wanting to get to that hundred K a month mark, you're going to be really attracting a lot of prospects that really need your help and they really need leadership and they really need someone strong and, and kind of good on the sales call, not to close them, but when the person needs it and they're resistant or they're afraid, which we see a lot of times, obviously being able to build that skill set to get them signed up, to get them to partner mm-hmm. with you, to get them to feel good and to see that this is the right thing for them, assuming obviously it is and that is this is what they need. And you mm-hmm. we're kind of on the same page about that. But those are some of the main things. Um, and again, you can't really get from 50 to 100 if you don't have that foundation rate that I was talking about earlier, like having the right scalable offer, having the team set up, having um, scalable marketing in place. But assuming that's all there, that can get you to 50. And then 50 to 100, you want to really be focused more on fulfillment. You want to really dial in those leadership yeah. skills as you hire people around you. And then kind of getting even better at sales and making sure you're getting those right people signed up that should. Yeah, that makes sense. And kind of, I want to circle back to what you said. You said like, sometimes you're going to run into people that are going to be scared to invest in themselves, right? Like, how did you get to hundred plus K a month? Like, did you end up investing in yourself? Like, how'd you get here? Did you just kind of pull your hair out on the way and try to wing it? So getting a business coach is probably the most important and most helpful thing I did to scale my business. And yeah. I, I'm really grateful because I... I thought I needed, um, you know, just someone on my team. And so I reached out and I was like looking for help with recruiting. And so I was talking to this guy and he's like, yeah, I got this recruiting firm. Um, but really they also did business coaching. And so anyway, investing in business coaching is one of the most powerful thing. It, it's, I would say the most powerful thing I've ever done for my business. And also one of the most powerful things I've ever done for myself personally. Yeah. I held off on investing in business coaching cause I was so focused on, you know, I want to, um, get my personal life set up. So life coach, relationship coach, all this stuff. But what I didn't realize was if you get your, like we spend more time typically in our business than in anything else or our career than anything else in our life. And so if yeah. that thing's going really well, you're going to have a lot less anxiety. You're going to have more money. You're going to have less fear. You're going to have more comfort and yeah. the rest of your life, a lot of it, not everything, obviously not relationships, marriage, whatever, but a lot of stuff's going to really start to fall in place. Actually though, even your relationships probably will benefit and your marriage would benefit if you were kind of more aligned with your mission, crushing it at work, feeling more empowered, all these things. So yeah, I mean, getting business coaching was really powerful for me because it it helped me with two things. One, the tactics, right? Some of the stuff we're talking about, like the team, the structure, the offer, the marketing, the sales, but also just kind of having people to support you emotionally through that process Mm -hmm. of like, learning how to get stretched, learning how to get better at all this stuff. And then the mindset and the emotions around it was super helpful. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. Now, I guess, you know, being at, you know, we're past hundred K a month now scaling to close to 200 K a month, obviously we know challenges and, and problems don't stop. So I guess now with where you're at with your business, like what are some of the biggest day to day challenges um, that you're seeing today? I would say there's kind of like, the emotional side of it and then the tactical side. So just kind of emotionally, it's as you scale up to that higher level of like 150, 200 K a month, your costs go up. So you're spending more in ads, you're spending more on team. Some people are going to have base salaries. Others are not, but you still want to give them the opportunity. So they get paid all this stuff. So, and then you're also managing more people. Yeah. So there is that sort of like stress that you carry where you have to really surrender and trust that let's say a, a couple of days or a week goes by and you haven't signed anyone up and then you start to go, Oh my God, am I ever going to get another client? So a lot of it is kind of that surrender and that trust process. 
to be able to know that you're going to hit the payroll and get the money and get everyone paid out. And then just kind of tactically to scale again, continuing to scale up means you need to rely more on other people doing things right and being successful. Mm -hmm. And so it comes back to leadership and training and making the time to pour into people, knowing that balance of when to, you know, praise versus correct and knowing how to manage people well and knowing how to hire and retain and create that culture. Mm -hmm. Cause once you're at kind of 200 K and 300 K a month and beyond, you now really, you're probably going to have multiple sales reps. You're going to have multiple, if not several appointment setters, you're going to probably need two coaches. And so now, you're building a bigger system, which is great because you're making more money and impacting more people. But the more things that you introduce into an environment, the more things that can go wrong. Yeah. And Tony Robbins talks about that a lot too. He says, uh, when he gets on a flight, cause he does his events in Australia, uh, as well as America, when he gets on a flight and he flies to Australia, I guess if you're flying from California, I don't know, it's a 14 hours, whatever it is, it's a long flight. So phone goes off, internet goes off, you land. Think about how many problems have happened in his business yeah. since that yeah. flight. And similar with me, sometimes I like open up the Slack and I'm like, uh oh, I see like message and the, all the different channels. So, and a lot of it is learning again, kind of like I was saying earlier, how to trust, how to surrender, how to not freak out, and how to kind of understand that there are going to be more challenges, there are going to be more stressors, there are going to be, and it's a lot of it's really growing. It's a lot of it's personal development. Like owning your own business is. I would say the second best crucible for personal development you could have other, I would say mm-hmm. marriage would be number one, but being like, like having your own business is a great way to grow and you got to be mindful to not scale it beyond what you're ready for and what you can grow into, which is why I think you want to obviously, I think scaling it is great for many reasons, but also knowing when to kind of level off and be like, okay, let me kind of grow into this level before I push yeah. to the next one. Cause I've definitely pushed too fast. And that's kind of overly stretched me. And it's good to just kind of mm-hmm. say, okay, here's the team. Here's the amount of people that I feel like I can reasonably manage right now. Here's the amount of ads that I'm comfortable with, the amount of clients I can kind of take on and oversee the system. Know your bandwidth. Yeah, let me know that bandwidth yeah. and then just kind of focus on my personal development yeah. before I'm ready to kind of move into that next level. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Definitely good things to pay attention for too. But now I know, I know you're big on lifestyle design, right? Like that's, we're big on that with our clients that we work with now that you're making, you know, good money, Brendan, like, what does your life look like? How much time do you spend working now? Like, what do you do for fun? What do you drive? I know that you're big on like passive income to and investing. Like what's all that look like? Yeah. So, uh, I've kind of set up my calendar now to be very efficient and optimized. So I would say average day, I'm trying to take two calls, maybe three and the average call be 30 minutes. So if you look at a Monday, for example, right now, it's 30 minutes talking to my sales team, 30 minutes talking to my coaches, and then maybe a one-on-one after that with my coach, right? Tuesday, 30 minutes with sales team, one hour of me running a group coaching call with my clients, and then maybe 30 minutes checking in with my ads guy. Uh, you know, Friday, 30 minutes with the sales team, 30 minutes with my appointment setter. That's it. So obviously right now, right, we're getting you ramped up as the closer. So I'm still taking some sales calls. Um, I'm also hopping in some coaching sessions with, uh, you know, some of my one, some of the people in the program to add some extra value, but I'm really trying to work from like nine 30 would be that first call the sales team stand up nine 30 to 12, nine 30 to one. 
And I really like to sleep in, have a strong morning routine, go for a hike, meditate, read, stretch, all that stuff. Get started at 9.30, so I have like two, two and a half hours before I start my day. And then 12, 1 o'clock, I try to get out the door, try to go do like surf, hang out with friends, come back, maybe nap, and then go do some kind of evening activity. So I'm really, a lot of it's just looking at how can I automate as much as possible, optimize, get the team dialed in, make sure I'm giving my team members one-on-ones, small group calls with the team, one-on-ones with the team, but just, again, really kind of moving in that direction of, you know, couple hours a day of work and and just ultimately the goal is really to you know even like like you know brendan he's been with us for a while same name as me yeah, yeah. he could lead some of those sales team stand-ups right absolutely and once felipe or coach you know and the coaching team is more ramped right like they can kind of be more self-sustaining so and then ultimately you would have like a sales team manager and then a, a csm coach team lead um, and you can just continue to remove yourself from your business you go from being a business um, operator. Like I used to be more like uh, an employee now more a business operator. And then the Holy girls then just be the business owner. Right. Yeah. You'd have the well, same kicking off. Money. Yeah. You're making like 200 K a month, half of its profits. So I'm pulling hundred thousand dollars cash out of the business per month personally and doing no or almost no work. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome, kind of man. the goal, but, but yeah, I mean, things come up. I'm still, involved a lot as you know but i'm scaling it back and i'm now having more days it's becoming more common where i have days where i have you know a couple calls a couple hours of call and i'm able to you can either kind of like spend that doing deep work individually how i grow the business or you can just kind of go out and have fun it's really up to you like you know what your vision is long term for it yeah no that sounds uh this is a good episode i, I mean i have nothing more on my end from uh yeah, any dude. question standpoint if anyone has any other questions, they can always send it into uh, Brendan at brendanhburns.com. That's where we uh, take our questions for the podcast. And then if anyone's interested in learning a little bit more about what we do, there's a link. It's uh, coach.brendanhburns.com slash webinar. It's a free training that we offer where people can see a little bit more about what we talked about today. Amazing, man. Thank you. Yep. All right. See you guys later. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Brendan Burns Show. If it's your first time here, please make sure to subscribe on the Apple Podcasts app or in Spotify. Also, please leave us a rating or written review. This helps others learn about the show and spread the word to new and more people. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.